Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the radio. Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I wasn't supposed to be here. I was supposed to be on my way to Utah, and I was on my way to Utah. And then we heard about the epic storm coming over the Rockies, and we knew we weren't going to make it back home after we got there. So we decided to cancel. We're going to put that off until another date. We'll get that date settled later today. And I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to come to work because we have a lot to talk about. So first, let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you. For only you are worthy of our praise and our songs and our adorations and our love. We thank you, Father. We thank you for being such a God, such a creator God, with love and mercy and grace and forgiveness and how we need that Father each and every day we fail you and I ask for your forgiveness in my own life as well as this nation we ask for your protection over this nation Father that you will put your hand of protection over us that you will give us wisdom that you will guide us and guard us And, Father, we do ask for your watch care over all of those who are in the wake of this epic, historic snowstorm coming through the Rockies right now. And the heavy rains that are coming through some of the rest of the country. Father, we just lift everyone up to you. Again, Father, we ask that you will guide us and guard us. Give us wisdom and discernment to know when to speak and to know when to be silent, to know when to be peacemakers and to know when to fight. We ask for your blessings, Father. I ask for your blessings on each one listening today. And I ask for your blessing on my advertisers and my sponsors, Lord, how I need them. And I pray that they will be blessings one to another. Father, may we be the people spreading the good news for your liberty. May we be a people humbly on our knees and willing to take action for your glory. May we understand that we are called to liberty. And we must proclaim liberty throughout the land and unto all the inhabitants thereof. As a nation, Father, as a people, as your people, may we understand that more fully each day, that we are called unto liberty. And that liberty only comes from you, not from anyone else, not from any piece of paper, but only from our Creator, God, the Great I Am. 
for such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we had plans to air a rerun today, and and I uh, decided last night, I got all excited, I don't know if excited is the right word, when I heard uh, President O'Biden speak, and I thought, whew, we got through that, didn't we? We got that over with. So last night he did. O'Biden made his first real speech to the American people as the, I don't like to call him elected president installed president. He was patting himself on the back so much that I thought maybe Obama was giving that speech. He might have had a little bit to do with it. He, and all his life, Joe Biden took credit for things in which he obviously, absolutely had no participation. And that's what he did last night. We can go back and forth and back and forth if you want on how it was that President Donald Trump installed the Operation Warp Speed to get the private sector moving and vaccines ready in record time for which the press and the media refused to give President Trump any credit. They just, they refused to give him any credit at all. And O'Biden didn't mention China or the abominable, or the abominable behavior unleashing a world pandemic. Oh no, they ain't the bad guys. They be the good guys in his book, in his pocketbook. Oh, Biden acted as if President Donald Trump was responsible for the pandemic and responsible for the shutdowns. But the truth is, it was the Democrat governors and mayors, and still is, along with the teachers' union, who are breaking this nation and its people. He continues the false narrative of violence against our Asian Americans, claiming that President Trump has caused that by terming it the China virus, which it is the China virus. Obama, I mean O'Biden, is ready to inflict great restrictions and mandates over the better of the country. Dictatorship-style laws against the American people while allowing illegal virus-carrying aliens into our country to take jobs, to get free education, free health insurance and care, and add to the violent crime and drug cartels inside our borders. Not to mention the human trafficking that's going on there. It's a crisis that they refuse to act on because it's what they want. They want an invasion. It's an invasion. It's no less an invasion than those who, if they were wearing fatigues and combat boots coming across that border. Now, some of those are innocent people. Are they? Are they innocent people? Could they not find another way into, into this country other than illegally? Could a parent not find another way than to hand their babies over to strangers? Put their lives in danger to come across this border? You better wake up, America, and you better wake up quick. There are some things you need to know and understand. Repeat it to yourself. Place a note on your bathroom mirror. Rudy doesn't know this, but he and I are going to create something uh, here in the next few days. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, we're going to write a poem. 
Oh, cool. I love that. <laughs> We're going to write some kind of a verse that we can all remember. We can all place it there. Basically, it's going to say, America is not a democracy. You need to say that over and over and over again to yourself. We are a republic. The laws for immigration are not racist. They are our nation's protections. Um, the majority of Congress are criminals. And, democ- and the Democrat Party is communist. Climate change is not an existential threat, but the believers and pushers are. Congress is not allowed to infringe on your rights. Congress can write no law, which is contrary to our U.S. Constitution, and in particular, the Bill of Rights. Cancel culture is an existential threat. Celebrity, I'm not sorry, celebrate the Looney Tunes, laugh at the Muppets, and cancel the progressive communists in this nation. Stop appeasing them and start pushing back. Boycott. Bicot. It is up to you, America. Keep your heads and your hearts in a solid ground. And fight like a mother hen protecting her chicks. Because that's exactly what we're going to have to do. The left, the communists, they want your children. They hate our nation. Yes, Nancy Pelosi, fake crying Schumer, and crying Chuck is what Donald Trump called him. And the Democrat Party, along with the rhino-globalist Republicans, they are all, in my book, communists. And while they've made a career out of breaking this nation, they have gotten the wealthy, filthy rich, and quite arrogant, believing themselves to be elite above all the laws that they put in place for you. They hate America, they hate the Constitution, and they hate Americans. And that is the truth that you need to realize... And you need to start fighting back, because it isn't their country, it's your country. And it's the future of your children. Our founding fathers did it for their posterity. Are we, no less, loving of our children, grandchildren, and the future generations of this nation? I think we are. I think we love them. I think we can do this. But we got to get busy, because we're running out of time. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we will be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. 
Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-296-1213-800-296-1213-800-296-1213-800-296-1213-800-296-1213-800-296-1213-800-296-1213-800-296-1213-800-296-1213-800-296-1213-800-296-1213-800-296-1213-800-296-1213-800-296-1213-800-
and making America angry, depressed, impoverished, miserable to affect the 2020 election. And it worked, right? I mean, we have, we are sending billions of dollars to New York City, additional billions of, hundreds of billions of dollars to New York State, billions of dollars to San Francisco, billions of dollars to labor unions, pensions, funds, um, and that is all a reward for doing what they did all Absolutely. last year. They impoverished their cities. And, look, San Francisco is getting $650 million, $650 million because that is their budget shortfall. And why is it their budget shortfall? Because they did everything necessary to make San Francisco miserable. That would drive up unemployment. That would drive up uh, poverty levels. Um, and that would that would hurt the overall economy. And now they get a payback. So here's your reward. And same with New York and same with New York City. Um, and this is now how we operate as a country. You do what is required of you in an election year, and then when your guy wins, they will make you whole in the end. Children's mental health doesn't matter. Children's education doesn't matter. Kids' suicide doesn't matter. Hundreds of thousands of small businesses where people are truly ruined for life to the point that people are committing suicide over their yes. debts because they invested everything into this business. None of that matters, Beth Ann. All that matters is they got their guy in office, and this is their thank you. And I won't even call him elected. I call him installed. Yeah, because they got I him in office. the election was a big hoax. I believe the and I think this HR1 is going to fix it so that they can do it over and over again legally. Yeah. And, you know, everything that they're putting out, you know, uh, Daniel, is it goes against the Constitution. Mm-hmm. It absolutely goes against states' rights. It goes against the Bill of Rights. It, it is all aimed, as you said, to punish the American people. And then they reward those who help them with that. Cuomo is in trouble. And so they've got all these women who have come up and accused him of sexual uh, harassment and, and even abuse now um, to cover up the deaths. I believe it is all to cover up the deaths. Because sex sells better, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and the Democrats can get away with that. So yes. they, he may end up resigning. I don't know. He won't end up punished. And 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 they won't mention all those seniors' deaths ever no. again. No, and 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 just to show, I mean, and I think your listeners know that we are not partisans. We are we are ideological, without a doubt. We have our strongly committed beliefs, but this is not Republican or Democrat. Absolutely um, not. Because because I look at the Republican side of the aisle. And if they cared about this country, if they cared about what some of these folks are going to do to our nation, our economy, and our rule of laws, they would stand up and fight. But they're not, right? The only person who has had to withdraw their nominee from from the Biden cabinet is Neera Tandon. And why? Because she said mean things about them on Twitter. The fact that people like Deb Holland want to destroy the Department of the Interior doesn't matter. The fact that Javier Becerra, who was a trial lawyer, whose only qualification for the Biden administration is his fascination with late-term abortion, they're not stopping him from getting into HHS, 
right? They're not stopping this person, Merrick Garland, from getting the DOJ when he was asked, is it a crime to cross the border illegally? And he said, you know, I really haven't thought about that. No one stopped Merrick Garland. Look at what they did to President Trump's nominees because they knew they did not want their policies enacted. And the Republicans have the chance to protect America from bad policy, and they're letting it happen, except for one case, Neera Tandon. Why? Because she said mean things about them. How petty are these Republican senators? You stopped one person because she said mean things about you on Twitter? Is this high school? Right, but someone like Deb Holland who said, I will not allow any development on any American land, they're totally fine with. They're totally fine with, and now the decorum of the Senate is back where we say, like Lindsey Graham, well, the president deserves his cabinet. Boy, it didn't work that way four years ago. So no, it's just it very frustrating to see. It didn't. And, you know, the Republicans, are, they're just as arrogant and believe themselves to be elite just as much as the Democrats do. They're all in this together. We're not all in this together. They are in this together. They're in this together to keep power, to start. Uh, they're not starting it. It's been tyranny for a long time. Against our Constitution, against the Republic, every one of them, including some very, very famous so-called so, so conservative talk show hosts that continue to lie about this being a democracy. They just keep hammering in that, and, it, and it's getting more. It's an existential threat because the American people no longer who they are. They no longer know who they are or who we are as a nation. And no. so we're buying into this stuff. No. And, and, and uh, you know, we're always looking for solutions, and people don't know what to do, and what do we do in response, and how do we respond? Um, you know, it, it really always comes back down to federalism. You've got to vote in your smallest localist election. You've got to nominate the right people at the localist level, and then you have to nominate people who will fight at the local level against the tyranny of Washington, D.C. Our ancestors did it centuries ago against the tyranny that came out of, out of Whitehall in London because it was a king. Well, the people in D.C. now think that they are kings, and the people Absolutely. of Missouri for your state, the people of Virginia for my state need to have some backbone and say, we are 50 states, and my state has rights, and our rights will not be usurped by King Biden or, or Queen Kamala Harris. Well, can we make the king-queen distinction, Bethan, or is that gender identity? Is that offensive? I'm sorry if I offended you. No, you didn't offend me a bit. But, you know, uh, I'm not sure which one you were <laughs> <laughs> but now they're in some of these schools, and I believe, I don't know, okay, I don't remember where I heard it, which state it was. Uh, I'm going to guess it was California, but it seemed like it was New York. Anyway, they're not going to let the children say my mother or my father or mommy or daddy. Why would we want to use such language, right? <laughs> <laughs> They'd rather they Why teach we, them their four-letter words, you know. <laughs> Why would we want precision of language? Why would we want any of this? So it, it, it's just a bunch of nonsense, and it's coming down from multiple levels. And the way to fight back is to fight back at the localist level and keep local power. Right? We, we, our founders wanted a, a system of government where the localist level had the most power and the most authority. And over the centuries, we've given more and more to D.C., whether it's the Department of Education, whether it's the Department of the Interior, the EPA. All of these things have to be at the localist level. So fight for local power and just 
tell DC to go fly a kite. We don't need a king, whether it's in London. We don't need a king if it's in Washington. Now, I've got an article from a gentleman, uh, Trevor uh, Loudon. I don't know if you've ever read any of his stuff. And I heard him speak, and I'm going to admit, I heard him speak several years ago, and I really liked what he was saying. And then I got to thinking, oh, my gosh, this is way out there. This is just way out there. We're not that bad yet, are we? Yes, we are. And he's giving a list of things that we need to do as Americans to try and save this nation. He's coming from New Zealand. He's coming from communism, and he knows what's happening. He could see it. And the American people have got to wake up to it. And uh, But it's not enough to wake up. We've got to start putting boots on the ground. And I'm not talking about combat boots. I'm talking about get in, get in the arena and start making your voices heard. Um, I, that's what, I appreciate you so much. You cover so much more. Uh, you watch all of this stuff. You have to because it all comes together as, as one thing, with, even with our energy. And I see where we've got some people suing over that. And I... I'm going to run out of time today, but we need to talk about that real soon because yes, I ma'am. think that's vitally important. Thank you, Daniel. I hear the music. <laughs> We're headed into another break. You have a great and fantastic weekend, and we will visit with you again really, really soon. God bless you, and stay out of the storm's way. <laughs> You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we will be right back. We have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I have an article here from USA Today, which is not necessarily on the conservative end of this, but it's taking, it gives the takeaways from Biden's speech, the small gathering by July 4th, denouncing racist attacks and a contrast to Trump. He was speaking so much better than Trump ever spoke. You know? They feel so much better. You know, Rachel Maddow said it was moving. Yeah, I was moved. Weren't you moved? Yeah. <laughs> Almost regurgitating. I moved away from the TV. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to listen to it when it came on live while we were traveling. We just couldn't do it. We were trapped in a tin box. <laughs> we just couldn't, couldn't get away. We couldn't get away. We had, to, we had to turn it off. That's enough of that. I'm going back to my games. So... If he, and he told us we should always listen to Fauci. Which day should we listen to Fauci? <laughs> one day he says one thing, or at the top of the hour he might say something, and the bottom of the hour he'll say something else. It's um, it's all propaganda, my friends. Somebody props this man up, and like Daniel said, it's elderly abuse at this point. You know, I went through... That with my mother. She died of Alzheimer's. And I can see this happening. No, I'm not a doctor. No, I can't make predictions. But I can see what is happening. What fools are we who cannot see the forest for the trees? If you can't see that this president, this installed president, is struggling, then where are you? Are you still completely lost in your hate for uh, Donald Trump? And this country that you can't see that this is dangerous? And not only that, who's running the show? If you actually voted for Biden and thought that he could be president, you should be appalled at who's running this show. Unless you really are 
okay with tyranny. So most of the what this particular article covers is what I alluded to in my monologue. Uh, striking opposite tone on COVID from Trump, Republican leaders, you know, because we didn't take it serious enough. Although when Trump stopped travel, Biden called him a racist, a xenophobe. And now Biden is wanting to restrict the American people. He alluded to, he didn't come right out and say it. I don't know how you become eligible for the vaccine. All adults who can be considered eligible for the vaccine. You're, he alluded to, he didn't come right out and say it, that they're going to mandate it. That's not liberty. That's not freedom. That's not America. But he's not going to do that to all these illegals that are coming across the border and they're going to get lost in this country. They know how to do it. You and I can't get lost. We're all numbered, remember? The Washington folks, the D.C. occupiers occupying offices and cutting deals to line their pockets, are all okay with more mandates. They're okay with restrictions. They're okay with new taxes. They're okay with telling you how to live. They're okay with cancel culture. There's an article here, and I guess this uh, this professor was on uh, Newsmax TV, and uh, it's Pro- Professor Thane Rosenbaum. This, she co- referred to the uh, cancel culture is soft, a soft version of the Taliban. It is an existential threat. It is also meant to intimidate and confuse the American people. She says they simply tell you what to think and what culture you can consume. The problem is, it's not just wrong thinking, and that's what just happened to my fellow guest, she, she said. It's not that it's wrong thinking. It's not a friendly disagreement. He's considered morally depraved. They had her on with another guest, so they were going back and forth. The raging of cancel culture is a threat to us all, she said. It's beyond the pale. That's why he has to go. This guy that they were also interviewing, which was, what was his name? Mm-hmm. I missed it here. This is like a soft version of Taliban. Because it's simply saying we're going to impose our own moral order. And this is it. This is our own moral vocabulary. And you either stay with us or you get the consequences. So, we elect officials, we have this deep state, this media that's gone mad and crazy like Mad Cow Rachel, you know, and and they are, um, they're going to tell you what to think, what to say. You can't teach your children mommy and daddy. You want to bet I can't? Of course, my kids are grown. I still have one that calls me mama. 
Some say mother. Some say mom. They don't call me by my first name, though. He or she? You know, it was always awkward when you were pregnant, because when I was pregnant, you didn't know whether you were having a girl or a boy, so you didn't know whether to call it. I didn't want to call it a it, so you usually termed it he, and of course that ended up correct on my because <laughs> they were all boys anyway. He or she, male or female, Rudy gets uh, really upset of <laughs> calling them biological male. He says there's not any other, <laughs> there's no other term. Where's the science, my friends, that they keep throwing at us? Science isn't in Looney Tunes. Science isn't the Muppets, canceling the Muppets. Science isn't in canceling Dumbo or the Berenstein Bear books or Dr. Seuss. That's just stupidity. Science is studying things to see what makes it work. It's never settled. It's always a question. Because there's always more to learn. Climate change is a hoax. This gender stuff is, is stupid, and it's a hoax. I'm sorry, but it's a hoax. We are male and female. And that's how all animals are made. And fowl, and the fish, they all have male and female. There may be some that are a little bit different, but they're all male and female. And there's a reason for that. To reproduce. If you put it together any other way, it doesn't reproduce. And that's the truth of it. That is the science of it, the biology of it. That part they have learned. They are after your children. They are after your rights. They are after your freedom, your liberty. They are tyrants in D.C. And that's why we have this, this crowd of military, these troops around the house to keep you out. Because you are no longer... We the people to these elites in D.C. You are the peasants. And you deserve nothing. What are you talking about, property rights? You have no right to own property. Your neighbor doesn't own property. Why should you own property? You need to wake up, America. Because this is getting serious. I have in front of me now um, some gun bills that they're putting fast and forward. Furious. Fast and furious forward. <laughs> That's another story. They're after you. They're after your rights. They're after your guns. They're after your freedom of religion and your freedom of speech. They want you to be absolutely enslaved to them and re- dependent on them. Just like the king wanted and it didn't work once. And I don't think it'll work this time. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back.
If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book, write it, and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212. That's 800-378-3212. CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSC Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. Looking for new customers? Looking to have your business reaching out from sea to shining sea? Advertise with CSC Talk Radio. Believe in your product? Let Beth Ann be your personal spokesperson to properly brand your product and company. It's simple, easy, and affordable. Grow your business, grow common sense, and together we will bring America home. To be a part of CSC Talk Radio, call 573-796-2166. That's 573-796-2166. Or send email to beth at csctalkradio.com. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-418-5778. 800-418-5778. 800-418-5778. That's 800-418-5778. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, 
two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHAB. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code BETHAB, or call 818-978-6168. That's MyPillow.com, and the promo code is Bethann. And we have returned. You're listening to CSU Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I want, I want to tell you that next week on Monday and Tuesday, we're going to concentrate on some specific things, particularly on Monday. I'm not 100% on Tuesday, <laughs> but we're going to... Uh, concentrate on that article from um, uh, Trevor Loudon and a few other things that I I think are going to be extremely important and I want you to listen Um, not because I'm something special I want you to listen because I think there's a good message to all of us in what he has done and what he has said in his article Um, he gives nine ways for us to take this country back and um, I think it speaks well to every one of us. Well, this came across yesterday. By the way, today is March 12th, and it would be my mother's birthday if she was still with me. And it's also uh, the day I lost my boss uh, of Derry Brownfield. He passed away this day several years ago, and uh, it's kind of a happy, sad day, as uh, Rudy likes to put things sometimes. Uh Mom was born on this day and uh, um, of March 12th. This is about the House Democrats passed two gun control bills, and here's the Republicans who listed and voted with the Democrats. Now I don't know what you think about gun control, but they we don't need gun control. Oh, that's nothing. No, I don't think we do. Shall not be infringed means you can't touch this. Oh, but Congress for many, 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 many decades have wanted to touch it and take it. Now, you remember Beto O'Rourke standing on the table and pounding his fist. Oh, well, I guess he wouldn't pound his fist. That's the, on the air, air pounding the fist. We're going to take your guns. And old Swalwell says, you're not going to fight back. we got nukes, so he's going to nuke his own people. These people are absolute nuts, and they're communists, and you need to understand that. They hate America, they hate you, they hate your Bill of Rights, they hate any of your rights and your liberties and your freedoms. They want you to be completely dependent. All right. The first one passed is uh, passed at 227 to 203 votes, and it permits private transfers without background checks. Now, that sounds pretty, pretty open, doesn't it? It says the first bill is H.R. 8. It became the first gun control legislation considered by Congress in nearly 25 years after it was first passed by the House in 2019, following a wave of youth-led activism in the wake of the Parkland shooting. It was never taken up by the GOP-controlled Senate. (laughs) The bill would prohibit anyone who is not a licensed firearms importer, manufacturer, or dealer from transferring a firearm 
to an unlicensed person without a background check. That means Rudy can't give me his gun. Don't listen to him, Rudy. (laughs) It exempts gifts from relatives and transfers for hunting, target shooting, and self-defense. Now, you've got to know why they're saying that. In other words, you can't sell someone who isn't in your extended family a gun without a background check. And the gift exemption mentioned uh, above reads like this, and they give the actual bill. I'm not going to have time to read that, so we're going to scoot there. It says the other exemptions with regard to hunting, target shooting, and self-defense are temporary transfers. I guess you can only borrow it to go hunting that day, not permanent ones. There were eight Republicans who voted with the Democrats against the American People's Second Amendment. That's my words. Vern Buchanan from Florida, Brian Fitzpatrick from Pennsylvania, Andrew Garbarino from New York, Carlos uh, Jimenez, Jimenez, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, from Florida, Adam Kinzinger from Illinois, Maria Salazar from Florida, Chris Smith from New Jersey, and Fred Upton from Michigan. Conversely, there was one Democrat who voted against the bill with the rest of the Republicans, and that is Jared Golden of Maine. Now, the second bill passed by 219 to 210 votes and lengthens the initial background check for a gun purchased to 10 days. The second bill is H.R. 1446, introduced by House Majority Whip Jim Clyburn. Yeah, we know all about Jim. The highest-ranking black member of Congress. Got to throw that in because you got to know what color he is. You know. Color matters with the Democrats. Increases the review period of the initial background check from three days to ten days. And the Republicans that voted with them were down to two now. Again, it was Brian Fitzpatrick from Pennsylvania and Chris Smith from New Jersey. Conversely, there were two Democrats who voted against the bill, and that was Ron Kind, or Kind, from Wisconsin, and Jared Golden, again, of Maine. Thankfully, even the rhinos in the Senate vote the Democrats. The filibuster still stands in their way of passing this so far. Now you know why they want to eliminate the filibuster, Right. Oh, and this is just so important. I mean, we have so many crises going on. I really got excited about this, but I don't. I think it's a waste of time. (laughs) We are broke in this nation. We're broken in this nation. And we have an invasion on the border in this nation. We have a pandemic of tyranny in this nation. Oh, but we've got, oh, we've got the... The Democrats and the Republicans coming together to make sure that we have daylight savings time all year long. Let's pop the popcorn and get out the ice cream and have a pizza party. Yes. (laughs) All those things. Roy Blunt was on that one, by the way. Okay. It can't be good if Roy Blunt was doing it. Mirko Rubio and Jam Lankford. Roy Blunt. Sheldon Whithouse of a Democrat and Ron Wyden, a Democrat of Oregon, and Cindy Hyde-Smith, 
a Republican of Mississippi. Rick Scott, a Florida Republican, and Ed Markey, a Democrat from Maine, I'm sorry, Massachusetts. They have introduced a bill. They've all come together hand in hand in harmony to make sure that the light will shine in America all year long. I know. Beth, you're getting over. You know. It's just that they do so many stupid things. We have crises all over the place, but we're going to worry about daylight savings time. I sent my money to a lobbying group to make sure that happened. I really <laughs> like daylight savings. <laughs> Why don't we just change the time everybody goes to work? Wouldn't that make it better? It doesn't matter to the farmers. It's still when the sun goes up and the sun goes down. It's crazy. We talked about that, but then you wanted me to be here at like 6 a.m. Rudy was objecting to that. Forget that. <laughs> He's messing with you. I never told him that. I wouldn't get up at 6 a.m. That's why I do late morning, not early morning radio. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of these Republicans. I'm tired of the Democrats. I'm tired of the Libertarians. I'm tired of Congress. They're criminals. And they keep voting against you. We're in a mess. We have an installed president, not an elected president, and he's not the one running it. So who is running it? I believe Obama and some others are behind it. Do I have proof? No, I don't have investigators. I don't have anything. Just a little gut feeling. And we're in trouble, America. But there is hope, and the hope is in you. And in God. And together, we can bring America home. Home. My sister began smoking because of friends. I don't think any less of her because she smokes, but it's been really hard because I know she could have done better if she hadn't chose to smoke. She's trying to quit actually right now, but it's a really hard process and she's down to a couple of cigarettes a day, so she's doing really good, but it's been a really hard thing in my family actually. It's caused a lot of problems. My sister smoking definitely hurt my parents. I'd come home sometimes, my mom would just be in tears. Smoking hurts a lot of people, most of whom don't even smoke. I definitely think my religion has played a role in me not smoking. I'm a Christian, and I believe I'm better because I don't smoke. Smoking hurts your friends, your family. It's not worth it in the long run. And you may not realize it now if you are smoking, but you will. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I reinstated a policy first put in place by President Ronald Reagan, the Mexico City policy. I strongly supported the House of Representatives' pain-capable bill, which would end painful late-term abortions nationwide. And I call upon the Senate to pass this important law and send it to my desk for signing. We are protecting the sanctity of life and the family as the foundation of our society. And most importantly of all, it is the gift of life itself. That is why we march. That is why we pray. And that is why we declare that America's future will be filled with goodness, peace, joy, dignity, and life for every child of God.